Welcome to the InnovaBuzz podcast, where our job is to help you build visibility, professional credibility, and connection with your ideal client by putting the human at the center of innovative marketing so you can build and strengthen an engaging, enduring relationship with your ideal clients. I'm Jürgen Strauss from InnovaBiz, and I'm honored that you're here with me. If you haven't yet joined our wonderful Flywheel Nation community, go to flywheelnation.com and join in the podcast conversations. Do subscribe to the show and also leave a review because it helps others find us. Let's get into today's masterclass on this InnovaBuzz podcast. It's really looking at what are your action steps? What are you working on today? What are you doing? And then it's also blocking time off for that me time. So it's making yourself a priority. I love to do it in the morning when I wake up. It's my time. I take the time to enjoy my breakfast, have my coffee. I'm going to read a little, meditate, go for a walk. I pour into myself first. Hmm before pouring into the business, into the clients and doing all the things. So it's really looking at what type of routine or what can you do every single day, even if it's just 10 or 20 minutes, that's just for you, not for the kids, not for the family, not for the business, just for you. If we implement this really early on, it's gonna become a habit of taking Mm. care of ourselves first. Welcome back. I hope you've had an awesome week so far. I'm really excited to have on the InnovaBuzz podcast as my guest today, Anna Patricia Bourgeois. She's an intuitive business coach, a podcaster, and a published author. Anna's mission is to help ambitious women entrepreneurs double their sales and increase their revenue without spending extra dollars on marketing or advertising. She believes that every woman has the power to be financially free and be their own boss without suffering burnout, stress, or overwhelm. If you'd like a peek behind the curtain of how we produce this show and put it all together, go to innovabiz.co forward slash flywheel. There, you'll be able to get your own digital token, which will give you membership of the Flywheel Nation community, where You'll have direct access to our amazing podcast guests like Anna, as well as me, of course. And you'll also have access to a short audio program that walks you through the entire InnovaBuzz podcasting process. We want to give you everything you need to transform your marketing and your podcasting into a human-centered, relationship-focused growth engine. Now, we've just minted 30 copies of this digital token, so get in quick before they're all snapped up. In our conversation today, Anna talked to me about owning our gifts and showing up powerfully online to have impact. She explained why it's important to balance structure, or doing, and intuition, or being, as entrepreneurs. And we compared notes on the impact of podcasting and an online presence on growing our business and our network Without further ado, then let's fly into the hive and get the buzz from Anna Patricia Bourgeois. 
Hi, I'm your host Jürgen Strauss from InnovaBiz and I'm really glad and privileged to welcome to the InnovaBuzz podcast today all the way from Montreal in Canada, Anna Patricia Bourgeois who's an intuitive business coach, host of the Powerful Female Leaders podcast and also a published author. Welcome to the InnovaBuzz podcast Anna, it's a real privilege to have you as my guest. Thank you so much for having me, I'm really excited to be here. Now, Rita Rashti, who was our guest on episode 526 of the Innova Buzz podcast, she introduced us and suggested that we have a conversation. So a big hello to Rita. Yes. Hi, Rita. <laughs> she was on my show, too. She's awesome. Yeah, she is. Yes. And and she's just moved to Mexico a little well, a few months back now. But um, yes. I think she was new there when we spoke. So it's exciting times for her as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, now you work with women particularly to own their own gifts, own their own power, show up powerfully online, which is something that I'm really looking forward to explore some more and also to talk about your podcasting journey. As I said, you're a host of the Powerful Female Leaders podcast. So there's, I know there's a lot that you've learned going through that podcasting mm. journey, so it'll be interesting to compare notes. Before mm. we do that though, what's the impact you're making in the world, Anna? Oh my gosh, that's such a big question. But I think the (laughs) biggest impact is to truly give that clarity and that confidence to my clients for them to really know that like they have gifts and that they can get really well paid for those gifts. And one way to go about that is to show up online, on social media, on podcasts, on interviews. Like there's so many different ways to go about it. But it's to really give them the tools and the clarity and the confidence to go and do it. Because sometimes we're so afraid or we have like all these doubts and these fears and it's just like this huge barrier. But then it's like, no, it's possible for me to go and do it and and have clients and grow this business and and have that freedom that I'm looking for. Because ultimately, that's what I notice is most women, what they're looking for is the time freedom to spend more time with Mm. their family, with their kids, and live off their passions. Because life is too short to just work in a nine-to-five job and not really love what you're doing. So that's really the whole goal for me and what I do and and what truly pulls me in this work. And, And... it's so fulfilling it's so fulfilling to see my clients leave their jobs go full-time in their business get clients like just have their mind blown they're like wow i never thought this was possible for me yeah Hmm. yeah well there's so much to unpack there um one of the things that you said early on is that we have these fears and we we think that um i mean i i kind of feel sometimes that we take so much for granted that we know and often I have this experience where I'm I'm doing I'm working with a client, mm-hmm. and we're sitting in front of the computer screen. I'm doing something on the computer, and the client suddenly says, "Oh wow, that was amazing!" <laughs> and I'm like, "What? What do you mean? What are you talking about?" And they, "What you just did there was amazing." And I, oh, it's kind of like a, mm-hmm. it's just something that comes natural it's something that mm-hmm. i don't know i've picked up somewhere i've learned somewhere i've i've taught myself but you take 
there's so many things like that that you take for granted when somebody else sees them and they say that that is so amazing and there's value in that so why do you think what's the mindset i mean there's two parts to this what's the mindset that we overlook those things and then also what's the mindset that where where we know hey i have this skill um but uh we're afraid to put it out there and share it with people in the way that is available and that they can actually pay us for and reward us for <laughs> yeah i think the mindset is truly to notice where you're diminishing yourself because i feel like we're justifying what we have or what we know oh oh that's nothing like oh like it's just common sense but like what comes to you naturally doesn't come naturally to someone else and it's challenging mm. for them to so to see you go and to see you share your expertise and your knowledge it's like wow it's mind-blowing to them and and i love when those moments happen because I'm, i'm always like yeah i do know a lot of stuff <laughs> it's like we forget <laughs> but we know a lot so it's truly like really looking at our wordiness like we are so wordy we know so much and when you have that conviction in yourself when you believe in yourself so much and when you expect that your gifts are life-changing and that people will be like mind blown by them then that's what's going to happen right so it's mm. always revisiting that it's always like looking at those beliefs or what comes up for you when that happens so yeah it's a big big thing <laughs> yeah and you talked also about fear that um, i mean in your mm. case women have a fear of putting themselves out there but i think it's it's not just women i know from my own yeah. personal experience i i occasionally well often have a fear i think oh god what will people think if i put this out mm. there and and it's always <laughs> like i have to keep reminding myself that other people don't spend a lot of time thinking about what they think what they think of me it's just me that <laughs> thinks that everybody else is going to be stressing yeah. out about oh what's he done there <laughs> so <laughs> yeah how how do you work with people to kind of break down that fear of putting something out there mm. so i think the first thing is to realize like you said that we are our biggest critics like we <laughs> dissect we see the little things but to be honest people truly just care about the value and like what can you share with them like what's in it for them where are they going to learn from this they don't mm. care if your makeup looks great or whatever it is like they just care about what you're sharing the message the quality of the message that you're sharing and it's also about like knowing that you know we're not meant to work with everyone or to please everyone mm. like we're here to share our message share our gifts and the right people will resonate with that and they're going to be like yes she is the coach for me or he is the coach for me like we don't want to like just talk to everyone and like blend with everyone we want to stand yeah. out right so Yeah, it's 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 truly believing that the right people will resonate and they will appreciate what you have to say and it's going to be life-changing for them. Hmm. Yeah, that that's a really important point and I think most of us 
have, or certainly I have, and I know a lot of my clients have started out in business and anybody that's got a beating heart and is breathing <laughs> is a potential client because we want to get sort of get some momentum happening, right? We want to get mm. some revenue coming in and, and we need mm. to support whatever lifestyle we have. But at some point, um, I think it, it is really important and probably very early on really important to have that focus and say, well, these are the people that uh, I can help. These are the people that are going to gel with me. Mm. These are the people that I can build a relationship with, right? Yes. And it's going to be 10 times much more easier to actually sell your offers because people are looking for specialists, not generalists, right? Mm. It's like, why should I go with you? Why should I hire you? Like, what makes you different? Like, like people, when they go to the doctor, like they go to a specialist in the, the yeah. problem or, or their issues they're having, right? So it's the same thing. So as soon as you can really pinpoint what your spe specialty is, what exactly you help people with and who you help, the better. <laughs> hmm. So you describe yourself as an intuitive coach so i was really curious when i read that what what um, do you mean by that and how does that play out in your work yeah that's a really good question i think everything i do truly comes from my intuition my gut and it's the same thing when i coach someone is i listen to their answers and what they're telling me and then i'm able to read in between the lines of what's not being said um and i and i'm really good at pinpointing the things that still needs work or where we can pivot or shift or make things really better so my clients truly appreciate that sixth sense that i have and that i'm able to use it in my coaching <laughs> yeah did you always have that kind of intuition or sixth sense yeah like when i was little i remember i could hear spirits i could see spirits like i was like a very spiritual child but then as I was growing up and adult responsibilities piling up in school and this and that, I kind of like lost touch with it. But then when I found coaching, I kind of had like no other choice but to listen to that gut in making mm. business decisions and and creating offers or showing up. Like it's it's all based out of alignment and intuition. And when it's that way, I feel like things flow 10 times much better. Um, and it's, yeah, it's more fulfilling as well. Hmm. Interesting. That's, um, yeah, that's a <laughs> great gift to have. And it's, it's interesting that you kind of rediscovered it when you, when you started doing coaching work and training mm -hmm. in coaching. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a really great spiritual community, I think also in coaching. And I just, when I found that, I was like, yeah, these are my people, you know, like we all have that connection to source and that intuitivity and, and all of that. It's just really fun to dive deeper into that and not be afraid to own that and own mm. your gifts for, with this. So I'm doing the work at the same time that my clients yeah. are doing theirs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you, you mentioned something there owning the gifts and uh, that was on my mind as as you were explaining your your gift of mm -hmm. the intuition and and being able to use that to recognize where people are stuck and what people's strengths perhaps are 
How do you go about working with someone else to, so let's say a woman comes to you and says, well, I want more time. I want to spend more time with my family. I want to leave my job, but I need this sort of income to support the lifestyle I want. And mm-hmm. how do you work with them to then identify what options they have to leave their current job and do something different that gives them more time and more freedom? Mm, there's so many ways to go about this. I think it really depends on their situation and what their goals are. Um, but some clients will tell me, Anna, I'm committed to this. I'm going to focus on this for the next three months. My goal is to get maybe two $5,000 clients per month. Or like we, we look at what their goals are, <laughs> basically. Mm. And then we, we create a strategy, a structure to get there together and sometimes it happens sooner like in less than 90 days like they get those clients and they feel like they're confident enough to repeat the same system month after month to create that recurring income and then leave their jobs um and some people like they prefer to still keep their job and do this Mm. on the side like there's no wrong or right way to do to do it but like you just got to do what's best for you and what's not truly going to destabilize your nervous system um and just have fun with it because that's the other part of this is yes we need to have a structure but we also got to have fun and we also got to love what we do um so if adding that pressure of leaving your job is too much then don't do that right there's i'm telling you like i've seen it happen in so many different ways like I said, there's no right or wrong way. It's all about trial and error and see what works for you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's, yeah, there's a couple of things you said there that are really important to explore some more, I think. And, and um, I, I'm stuck on fun now. I've sort of got to go back to what you, what you said earlier. But ha- having fun is, is really important. Yeah, the thing I wanted to explore some more uh, and that struck me as you're explaining that is you're the intuitive business coach. You're kind of going by what's coming from inside of you, what you're feeling, what you're sensing from people's situation and where they might be stuck and what their issues might be. And yet on the other hand, you're talking about structure and systems and processes. So, yeah, tell us about... (laughs) That almost seems like a dichotomy. Yes. So what you're talking about is the feminine and masculine energies, right? And here's what happened. I was so much in my masculine, like all my life. Like I was the type A student. I had all the notebooks, all the things, all the thing organized. Um, I had the jobs. Like I was always going, going, doing, doing. Um, And the same thing happened when I started this business, like, I was glued to my computer, like almost all day, every day, like working on stuff, working on content, creating offers. And the thing that happened is, yes, I had like massive success. I had like my first 10K month, but then I I got burned out because it was just too much, (laughs) right? Because when you do, 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 and you don't take enough time to be and enjoy the process and enjoy your life and be in the present moment and have fun with what you're doing, that's what happens. Like you burned out and it's not fun. I don't wish that on anyone. So that's why 
I also bring that feminine lean back energy of like, okay, you've done enough today. Now you can go enjoy your life. You know, like it's like this beautiful, beautiful balance. You got to have both. If you're too much in your masculine doing, doing, doing structure systems and all of that is great, but you got to have that balance with living and being. And that's, mm. I think that's the hardest thing I've ever, ever have to, to do in my business ever is finding that balance, but it's possible. It's totally possible. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, my business coach talks about uh, the be, do, have model. And, mm -hmm. and her philosophy is, well, define your goal. What is it that you want to have? And you work backwards from there. So to get to that goal, here are the things you need to do. Um, and in order to do those things, this is how you have to be. And... And she also talks about, you know, a lot of us get stuck in this idea of doing. We're human beings, not human doings. <laughs> so it's very yes. consistent with, with what you just described. Yes, yes. And I learned it the hard way. And you don't have to learn it the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So did you, did you experience burnout in your early kind of business I did. Yeah. yeah like I was working so hard. Like it took me about six months to get my first premium client. Mm -hmm. And then when I had that, it was like the evidence. I was like, oh my gosh, if I can do it once, I can do it twice. <laughs> yeah. I can do it like, like multiple times. So I just went for it. I hired another coach, another program, another this, another that. I was like in so many different places doing all the things. I ran a promo and I suddenly I had like six new one-on-one -on -one clients, my first 10K month. It was awesome. But then I was like, oh, shoot, I got to coach those six people <laughs> while showing up, while growing my brand, while getting on interviews, while doing this, while doing that. So it was so much all at once that my nervous system was like, girl, you need mm. to chill. Like, you need to take a break. <laughs> Um, and yeah, it wasn't fun. I was, I was like, wow, I really did that to myself without realizing it. Um, mm. and I think that's the downside of being so driven and so ambitious. Like we are like as entrepreneurs, like most of us are really driven. Like mm. we want to accomplish, we, we want to reach the Mount Everest, but then we didn't even take the time to take a sip of water, to, to rest, journey. you know, yeah. <laughs> enjoy the, yeah, journey. To enjoy yeah. the view. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's a really important point, and I think there's there's a risk every mm -hmm. every one of us as entrepreneurs faces there that that we very easily tip over to that that situation. And like you say, um, when the body kind of says something, like all of a sudden, <laughs> disease or illness. Yeah. Um, crops up then that's that's a big danger sign mm -hmm. so it's good to it's yeah. good to recognize those signs beforehand so how, how do you kind of coach your clients to help mm. them recognize where that balance is and that they don't go over the wrong side of that line to get to that point where the body says okay i'm, <laughs> I'm going to pull a pull a pin here i'm going to shut something down so that you pay attention <laughs> yes I think 
it's really looking at, you know, what are your action steps? Like, what are you working on today? What are you doing? And then it's also blocking time off for that me time, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like making yourself a priority. Like, I love to do it in the morning, like when I wake up, like it's my time. Like, I take the time to enjoy my breakfast, have my coffee. I'm going to read a little, meditate, go for a walk. Like I, I pour into myself first hmm. before pouring into the business, into the clients and doing all the things. So it's really looking at what type of routine or what can you do every single day, even if it's just 10 or 20 minutes, that's just for you, not for the kids, not for the family, not for the business, like just for you. So I think if, if we implement this really early on, it's going to become like a, a habit of taking mm. care of ourselves first. Yeah, that, that's a really important point. Um, and I keep thinking back to the safety briefing in an aircraft where they tell you, yeah. you know, if, if the oxygen masks drop from the ceiling, then put on your oxygen mask first before you help yeah. others. And, and that's so important, isn't it? Because if we pass out <laughs> through lack of oxygen, we're no help to anyone else anyway. <laughs> no. Hmm. And, and exactly. I think that's that metaphor is is really good to keep in mind in business as well. Mm. And the other thing that, from what you've said there, I mean, I know I I often um, go for a walk or go for a bike ride in the middle of the day when I get to the point of really stuck, and I just keep. The moment I think, well, this didn't work and I'm I'm going to try it again. And I think, well, why would the same thing work the second time around when it didn't work the first time around? And I don't have any other options. That's when I say, okay, take a break, go and do something different. And the, the paradox that the counterintuitive thing about that is when I come back, usually the, either I've had an idea during that time out that oh that's the answer that's how to do it or even if i don't have that i'm refreshed and i i can actually tackle it differently so it becomes you become much more productive afterwards don't you mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i feel like it's like really quieting that mind hmm. because the mind is always thinking always solving problems and when you can quiet down the traffic in your mind, that's when the downloads come in. That's when, oh, I haven't thought about this. I haven't thought about that. So, for example, if you go on a walk, but you're listening to a podcast at the same time, you're not giving your mind <laughs> the space it needs, you know? It's like, really be aware of everything you do and be aware of, like, what's going on up here. Hmm. And how can you drop here how can you drop from your mind into your heart and truly listen what is coming up for you um I, i'm telling you it's easier said than done um but it's a practice it's like a muscle you go to the mm. gym you 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 do the reps it's the same thing it, yeah that's it's, right yeah it's being it aware easier. it's being mm. aware mm -hmm. mm. love the metaphor yeah and the other thing, I think you sort of hinted at it there, but that's really important is to do something that 
you really enjoy and you love doing because that kind of brings you into that that space and and tends to quieten down a lot of the other noise i know for me i um i often go out with my camera to take photos and that requires yeah. a lot of concentration in that so i'm i'm sort of in my mind but it's also something i i so love doing and because it's such an intense concentration that I go into when I'm sort of looking at scenes. How do I compose that scene? It kind of shuts out all the other noise. So I think ah. it's important to pick something that you really enjoy. Mm, I love that. Yeah, like what are your hobbies? What do you love to do? What can you mm. escape in for a few hours and not even realize that time has flown That's by? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the Love. things that we have to immerse ourselves in more often. Um, it can be something as silly as like doing a puzzle. Like I love doing puzzles mm -hmm. and I just get lost in the puzzle pieces and like, oh, okay, this goes here, this goes there. So what is it? Like what is your thing that can help you quiet the mind and just be mm. in the moment? Mm. Yeah, and that, that's so refreshing as well, isn't it? Yeah, mm. it is. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's switch gears a little bit and talk about your podcast. Um, so I'm sort yes. of fascinated by your podcasting <laughs> journey. I mean, you you started a podcast very early on in your business. What what prompted you to start the podcast? Oh my gosh, I love that question. So when I was little, I always knew I wanted to work in the world of media television or radio <laughs> or entertainment like i love dancing i love to put on a show for family friends and and i had this this vision for myself but then as i grew up and went to university and i did an internship at a media corporation and i just i was like whoa like this is a lot um and i just kind of forgot about it and i went into entrepreneurship and when I discovered coaching and I noticed people had podcasts, I was mm. like, wait a minute. <laughs> 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 like that, it all comes, yeah. yeah, that's exactly like what I was meant to do. Like I knew I wanted to like it's even better because it's my own show. <laughs> mm. Yeah. You're so, the producer, you're the director. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was like the perfect, perfect opportunity. Um, and it actually took me a while before, like, like I, I got certified in coaching in 2019. I started in like early 2020 and I only started the podcast at the end of 2020 at mm -hmm. November. Yeah. In November. And I think the, the biggest thing that hold me back from starting it was like, how do you even start? Like, where do you even go? Like there's so many different platforms, hosting sites, yeah. there's so many things and it was really overwhelming, but I really said, you know what, I'm going to do this. And I taught myself, like I went on YouTube, I read countless articles, like I did all my homework and I finally launched it and it truly blew my mind how, you know, it brought me clients, it brought me referrals it brought me collaborations and it brought me that connection that i was looking for especially in 2020 with the mm. pandemic right, like yeah. being yeah being able to connect with other people to learn about their stories to create those relationships 
it was so meaningful and it's still so meaningful mm. um and it's also like them sharing their episodes on their websites like the, the podcast has been featured in so many different websites and publications um to be honest like it completely changed my life like from a to z like <laughs> it's like night and day mm. um and when i saw that i was like i know there are other entrepreneurs out there that wants to start their own podcast so let me create a mini course so i created a mini course for that and i teach people how to start so they don't have to go through everything i went mm. through <laughs> i give them all the steps um so it also brought me more income like another source of income i have affiliate income like it's, it's just been crazy to be honest <laughs> it completely blew my mind and I love it so much. And now we have crossed 7,000 downloads on the show. And I keep getting messages every day. Women wants to be interviewed, wants to be part yeah. of the show. It's just like this beautiful, organic thing. Um, yeah, it's been awesome. Hmm. Yeah, it's amazing, <laughs> isn't it? And you, you touched on so many benefits yeah. there. I mean, obviously... Um, monetizing the podcast is is on people's minds when they think about going into podcasting and i say well don't worry about the monetization at the beginning um, think of it as an opportunity to get your voice out there to get yes. visibility to connect with the right audience first of all secondly what you mentioned building that network and building those relationships that leads to that that's to me the the big one that that is an immediate benefit because it leads to opportunities to work with people on joint ventures on partnerships on referral mm -hmm. um, exchanges and it it has generated business for me and then mm -hmm. then sort of the the natural progression is that people listen to the podcast and say i like what you do um can can i work with you or can you work with me can you help me with this particular situation i think you can help mm -hmm. so that's that comes almost naturally if you do the, everything right yeah it does mm. it truly does um but the thing is i don't want you to go into podcasting with the goal in mind that you're going to become famous or rich <laughs> yeah. overnight like this is not an overnight thing you know it's a lot of like putting in the work and being consistent and yeah. building that listenership and it's it's you know it's like business you don't go into business because you want to get rich quickly it's like you do this because of the impact i always go back to the impact, impact. like mm -hmm. if even one person listens to one episode and it changes their life it's mm. going to be worth it <laughs> you know that's why i do everything that i do you know mm. so just go on it and and don't focus so much on the number of downloads or the vanity metrics or how many people are listening and just go in it and just share your heart out just share your story get incredible guests on there and have fun with it you know mm. And it's all going to come naturally, organically. All the opportunities, all the money, the clients, the referrals, it's all going to come to you because you're doing great things in the world. You know, so it's it's good karma. The good karma is coming yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. And um, yeah, I love what you said there in terms of making an impact. I think that that's really a big thing. Well, 
what do you think oh the other thing consistency that that's the big message there um i was going to ask what what do you think those lessons from podcasting how do they apply across the board in business in general so not everybody is suited to podcasting podcasting may not be for everyone it may not be the appropriate medium but certainly one of your strong beliefs is that people have gifts and they should be showing up to share those gifts and that that's a way they can monetize that um, what are the lessons from podcasting that you've learned that that are applicable across the board in business Mm. I think podcasting is a medium, right? So I'm the queen of repurposing. (laughs) So if I record a podcast episode, I'm going to take that clip and create videos with it and create posts with it and post it everywhere else, right? So it's like if you're already creating content, in some type of way, whether that's a blog, social media, like whatever it is, you have that opportunity to repurpose that into a video, into a podcast episode, into so many different formats because people don't consume content the same way. Some prefer to listen, some prefer to read, some prefer to watch. So don't leave opportunities on the table. And that's what podcasting showed me is that it's so easy to take one piece of content, take one episode and repurpose it. Um, and I feel like a lot of people, they're like, oh, no, it's going to take a long time. But in in the mini course, I show people how to repurpose and it's yeah. really, really easy. Um, and it's so worth it. <laughs> mm, absolutely. And I think the, the idea of repurposing, and that applies across the board in business. So anything... Anything you produce by way of content, um, that mm-hmm. that's work, that's effort you've put into it to produce that. To t- then take that and convert it into a whole lot of different formats is much, much, much less work. And as you say, a lot of people, well, different people consume information in different ways. Mm-hmm. Some people like to watch videos, mm-hmm. some people like to listen to the audio version some people prefer to read it on paper some people prefer to read on the screen so to have those different forms of the same content is is already um, catering to a much bigger audience yes exactly and that's what i mean by showing up powerfully online it's by 10xing your visibility um and truly being where it matters like where where are your people hanging out you know mm. um and yeah it's it's honestly it changed my life podcasting changed my life so if if it's been on your heart to to start do it like start it. today <laughs> excellent yeah and come and talk to some of us that are in the game and we can give you yes. some tips excellent <laughs> All right. Well, this is fabulous, Anna. I think it's a good point now on on that high note about podcasting to move on to the buzz, which is the innovation around the same five questions I ask of every guest. And the idea is that you'll give us some really insightful answers and tips that will inspire the listener to go and do something awesome today. So you have an impact, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's the number one thing anyone needs to do to be more innovative? 
Mm. I think connecting to your own creativity. And like we talked about, it's all about quieting the mind, quieting mm. that ego, reconnecting with your soul, reconnecting with spirit. And I always encourage my clients to, like I said, drop from the head into the heart and truly enjoying the process of creating something new. Because sometimes we put so much pressure to create something that will perform But when we enjoy what we're creating and when we have embodied what we're creating, it's 10 times much more uh, impactful. So, yeah, creativity, mm. embodiment, and really listening to that intuition. Yeah, I love it. And uh, that exercise of quieting the mind to mm -hmm. really do that in, in whatever form that works for you and is fun, yes. I think is really important. Yeah. Mm. Love it. Yes. All right, well, what's the best thing you've done to develop new ideas? Mm. I think the biggest thing is getting feedback and going straight to the source, asking powerful questions. And I think the best ideas are always the ones that really solve a need and solve a problem. So it's really important to know exactly what those problems are, what those needs are, And instead of just assuming what people need, it's hmm. 10 times much more easier to go talk to people and ask <laughs> them directly. <Yeah. laughs> yeah, why do you think it, it is that we don't do that? That's sort of like, duh, that <laughs> makes a lot of mm -hmm. sense. Why is it that we're so hesitant to do that? Mm, ah, like a lot of people are afraid to ask questions and... I feel like it's this whole stigma that we don't want to be seen as, you know, salesy or icky or... But to be honest, like, people love it. People love to be asked questions. People love to talk about themselves, <laughs> you know? So don't be afraid. Like, I really, I challenge you today to go ask someone something that is, that is going to help you create a new idea, a new offer in your business. And you're going to be surprised by the information you're getting like you would never have thought that that's what's happening in their mind hmm. so yeah it's, it's a really powerful practice hmm. yeah it's it's important to ask and I, i something happened to me the other day where i just it was just a trivial little thing and i thought oh if i had to just ask that person that would have saved them the embarrassment of not knowing what to do in the in the situation they were in Um, mm -hmm. whereas I just assumed, well, they know what to do. Um, but I could have asked a question in a way that, you know, is there mm -hmm. anything you want to know about this role that you're about to take on? And it would have mm -hmm. given them permission to say, oh, actually, I'm not quite sure what to do. And and that would have solved their dilemma. And yet I just mm -hmm. thought, okay, they know what to do. But it turns out they didn't. <laughs> All right, what's a favorite resource you use most often? Hmm. I think a calendar system. Mm -hmm. Honestly, if it's not in your calendar, if your calendar <laughs> is all over the place, <laughs> it's not going to get done. Um, and this really goes with boundaries, like having strong yeah. boundaries. I always say if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. no. <laughs> um, and, you know, 
it's really like letting go, like I said, of that people pleasing. And if it's not in your best interest, if it's not helping you move forward, if truly deep down you don't want to go to that event or mm. whatever it is, you can say no. I, yeah. I'm giving you the permission to let the say no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. So you said calendar. Do you use your calendar to put in everything you do? Project work or yes. client work? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, and I the do time. have. Um, and your quiet time. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And the quiet time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i do have um a calendly system linked to my calendar mm -hmm. and i also have a paper calendar because i love to write <laughs> i don't know if you're like me but i love writing so it's also like i have both <laughs> yeah. and i'll show you my yeah. my collection of yeah. safari colored safari <laughs> lami safari <laughs> fountain pens that I love to write with. I don't have a paper calendar though, <laughs> but I do write notes with, with the different colors mm -hmm. all the time. I love that. This mm. is awesome. <laughs> all right. So what's the best way to keep a client on track? Hmm. That's an interesting question because I don't keep my clients on track per se because they are powerful leaders. They know they're responsible for their own results. They're self-led. They take action because they know that's how they're going to get the results they're looking for. Um, I do check in with them and be like, hey, what's going on? What's up? Mm. But like, I'm not going to be like, oh, by Friday, you need to send this thing, mm. you know? they are self-led you know and i also don't like to put like rigid timelines or deadlines on my projects either I, I feel like this really creates a lot of resistance and pressure to deliver so i really just focus on taking small actionable steps every single day because i understand the power of compounding hmm. our efforts over time and really doing those steps in alignment right with my goals where i'm going and listening to my body so i don't like I, I used to put so much pressure on myself but that just didn't work for me so yeah i found this new way of doing things and <laughs> it really paid off <laughs> yeah yeah i love the i love the idea of um the compounding and taking the next small step because as you say that that there's very little barrier to if you can identify what's just a little thing I can do now in the next five minutes it'll only take me two minutes of that five minutes to move this particular thing forward and if you build that into a habit and this is the whole philosophy in in James Clear's Atomic Habits book right mm -hmm. that if you build those things into a habit it compounds and mm -hmm. so that and that compounding is dramatic <laughs> exactly hmm. it makes honestly like i was just mind blown i was like wow i got all of that done this week wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right and i you've probably got a very strong opinion on this one what's the number one thing anyone can do to differentiate themselves <laughs> yes i do 
I think it starts with the belief. Like believing that you are different and owning the fact that you are unique and mm. that your gifts are amazing. Because some people, they don't even know. Like they're not even aware of what makes them different. They don't even think they're good enough at anything. They don't even think they have talents worth enough to pursue. And other people do know that they have talents, but then they're too afraid to stand out. They're too afraid mm. to be bold and show up and take space and be visible. So if you truly want to be different, if you truly want to succeed and excel and create freedom and abundance for yourself, It's all about looking at your standards, your expectations, your convictions, your beliefs, how confident you are, your wordiness. Like it's, There's so many things and it's all about the inner work, the inner work. It's mm. knowing and believing because that inner work, like that inner world reflects in our outer world, right? So we must unlearn all the old conditioning <laughs> that are blocking us and relearn and recondition our minds with high value convictions and being like, hell yeah, I can do that. I'm amazing. Let's do this. I'm going to show up live today. I'm going to go on podcast interview today. It's going to be awesome. It's, it's having that positive mindset, you know, mm. and that's going to differentiate you from everyone else, everyone else, because it's more about who you're being while you're doing it than just doing it. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. And it's such a consistent message right throughout the conversation today. So thanks for that. Yes. And great. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Anna. This has been fabulous. Where can people find out more about you, about the work you do, listen into your podcast and maybe even reach out and say thanks for what you've shared today? Yeah, for sure. So you can check out the podcast. Obviously, the Powerful Female Leaders podcast is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the major distributors of podcasts uh you can also reach out to me on instagram at anapatricia.coach send me a message let's chat i would love to get to know you and you can also join my free facebook group community it's called the powerful female coaches and leaders community i go live in there every week i share amazing value you can network and meet other women um and yeah these are the best way to get in touch <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, we'll include those links in the show notes so people can click straight through. So is there some action you'd like our listener to take out of today's conversation? Mm, start today. Okay. The thing you're afraid to say, the message you have on your heart, the offer you want to put out there, go for it. Like life is too short and you'd be surprised by how amazing everything will turn out to be because you believe and you have conviction mm. that it's going to be awesome. <laughs> that's right. And I think that's really important to bring those mm -hmm. two things together. And if, if you can't do that yourself, get a, get a business coach. Uh, I, I can certainly yeah. say from my experience, that's something that uh, there's certainly mm -hmm. a lot of things that I couldn't have done without that assistance. Yes, absolutely. I've always had support and it's made a huge difference in everything, for sure. Mm. So, yeah, work on that belief and conviction. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Well, finally, Anna, who else should I bring on the show and why? Oh, my gosh. 
I know so many people. It's hard to choose one person. <laughs> well, I'm happy to take lots of recommendations. <laughs> I'll definitely give them to you. <laughs> Excellent. All right, we'll follow up outside. All right. Off air yeah. on that one afterwards. <laughs> well, thanks so much, awesome. Anna, for the conversation today, for sharing your time and your insights. I've really enjoyed this conversation. Your passion and your energy are certainly very clear to hear and to see, and I'm sure the listeners will enjoy that as well as take away a lot of gold nuggets from our conversation today. So thanks a lot. All the best for the future, and please do stay in touch. Yes, thank you so much again for having me. It's been a pleasure being here, and... Yeah, let's do it. Let's continue on this amazing spirit of collaboration. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I hope you enjoyed that really engaging and informative conversation with Anna and took something away from her episode. So as you're listening to this right now, start today. Become more aware of where you're diminishing yourself, where you're overlooking gifts that may be trivial to you, but could be life-changing to others. Identify your gifts that can be life-changing to others. Then whatever message comes up for you, whatever message you have in your heart, put it out into the world. Get started today. Anna's episode can be found at innovabiz.co forward slash Anna Patricia. That is A-N-A-P-A-T-R-I-C-I-A. All lowercase, all one word, innovabiz.co forward slash Anna Patricia. You'll also find contact information there for getting in touch with Anna, as well as links to her website, to the Powerful Female Leaders podcast, her social media pages, and the other resources we spoke about in our conversation today. Now, if you've listened this far into the show and you've listened to other shows before, then you know that there's the challenge coming up now. If you love this conversation, and why wouldn't you have loved it, and you think it would be useful to one other person, be brave enough to share it with that one other person. Believe me, you're doing them a favour and you're taking action based on Anna's recommendation today to put your message out into the world. Share something that you have, a gift that you have. And this, indeed, this conversation is a gift that you can share. And of course, in the 540 other episodes that we've published up until right now, there's probably one or two more there that you haven't heard yet that are equally as valuable to you as this episode. So either pick your favorite number from those that you haven't yet heard, or just look through the episodes, pick one, listen to another before our next published episode, before episode 542, and then after you've listened to it, write me a note on LinkedIn telling me which one you picked, why you picked it, and most importantly, what was the action you took away from that conversation. Thanks for listening. We'd love you to leave a review on this episode. It will help us to make the podcast better for you. Simply go to lovethepodcast.com forward slash InnovaBuzz and pick your preferred platform. 
Now remember too to go to innovabuzz.co forward slash flywheel to collect your unique digital token, which will give you membership of the Flywheel Nation community, where you'll have direct access to our amazing podcast guests, as well as to a short audio program that walks you through the entire InnovaBuzz podcasting process. Tune in again to the next episodes of the InnovaBuzz podcast where we've got yet more fantastic guests lined up. Until next time, I'm Jürgen Strauss from InnovaBiz. Remember, be awesome and keep innovating.